You guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Hey, you! Yes. Um, I don't know. Buffalo's dead. That was really smart that we put it on, Steve. Yeah, you guys are drunk smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> drunk smarts, I've gotten by my whole life on. <laughs> That's Caleb Hanks. Oh, He's got the drunk smarts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For a four-year-old, I drank a lot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hand if you remember what happened last episode. For the most part. I don't remember, but... <laughs> I've been told. But I know. I, I left some clues for myself. <laughs> yeah. Ah, memento. <laughs> uh, Context clues, if you will. Drunk <laughs> memento. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome to America's favorite podcast where we buy random items on Craigslist and put them on the table as we talk to one another. I have a giant announcement for everybody. Uh, Reba McIntyre has seen my nipples. Have I talked about this on the podcast? Yeah, before? I think I edited it out though. So oh. go, go hey, for it. Hey, Reba saw my nipples. Hashtag true story. Go Hashtag on. gross. Mm -hmm. But, but like everyone has seen your nipples. <laughs> and, and Reba. <laughs> and, and, and now including Reba McIntyre. <laughs> uh, this is episode <laughs> twenty. <laughs> Four? Sure. sure. <laughs> who, fu who fucking knows? 25. We don't know when we are. Who cares? It's not our job to keep track of that kind of stuff. We're having too much fun. Welcome to episode 84 of Hit Dice. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Hit Dice is brought to you by air conditioning. Yay! <laughs> it's uh, 11.30 a.m. on a Saturday, and this is what we're doing with our weekend. So good morning, listeners. We're basically drinking alcoholic la croix. I'm your host and dungeon master, Mommy. Wes Cordell, and I... Solemnly swear not to get so drunk I don't know what's happening this episode. <laughs> I'm not I can't I can't match you on that. Karen, my players don't <laughs> my players don't have to do that, and I respect their decision not to. We're gonna give some character descriptions to all you nerds out there listening. Uh, we shouldn't have to, because we have a website. If you haven't visited it yet, you should hit pause on this episode right now and unsubscribe. Go check out the website and then resubscribe when you're a real <laughs> fan. Because you can look at the fan art on there. See what we look like. There are even descriptions of the characters, if you're into that. But we're going to throw you a bone here, give you a little description. Don't get used to it. On my right, Alan Clark. Uh, I'm playing Patches, the half-elf rogue, who is... Um, he's tall, he's pale, he's bald, but he's always wearing um, black leather armor and a hood. He's got daggers and gadgets and stuff and a bow. Hell yeah. It. Yeah, a bow that he didn't realize he had until episode three. That's true. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Ganell. Throwing daggers. I thought you meant like a bow. Oh, a bow top? <laughs> or Dude. just like a, a bow in his, on his head? Yeah. Like a baby. Yeah, there you go. This is like the ruffle headband. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to the fan art of that. Yes. Thanks in advance, internet. Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm playing Arwell Garwin, uh, the divination wizard, gnome. Um, I feel like there's so much to say there. Um, he is a short little plump guy um, wearing just kind of nicer robes, and he has a metal glove on his hand, which he uses for his arcane focus. It gives him lightning um, resistance now. Yep, that gives him lightning resistance now. And yeah, he's lovely. Uh, and to Jonathan's right, we have Steve the dog. Well. <laughs> And Rachel Watkins. I was unaware of the dog. Yeah, so hi, I'm Rachel. I'm playing Callista, the tiefling bard. And for some reason, other words kept popping into my head as I was saying that because I'm really tired. <laughs> Good morning. We're going to make this happen. It's going to be We're awesome. going to play the shit out of some Let's, Dungeons and Dragons. I've had two cups of coffee, so it's going to be fine. Um, Callista has lovely pearlescent skin. I can skin. see Rachel's heart beating from here. Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. We can check it. I've got the Fitbit on. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. Anyway. 
Callista has lovely pearlescent skin, um, royal blue hair and horns. She wears her hair in lots of braids. She has gold eyes. Golden eyes. The DM loves to leave out of written descriptions of her. Um, (laughs) Because they're kind of odd. That's not a normal thing, I guess, for a tiefling to have all those colors mixed up. But Callista is a special, special little unicorn. So there's that. Yeah. She's half unicorn, right? Yeah. Sort of. Caleb Hanks. (laughs) I'm Caleb Hanks, formerly the guy on a buffalo, thanks to the shambling man. And now That's I, what they call me now. Now I am the, <laughs> the rambling man. Uh, I am now playing Van Dingulus Ulysses. Ulysses Fart Baby. With an eye. With an eye. And uh, I am the arcane trickster rogue. What does he look like, dude? He um, looks Why like, do you never give me descriptions? He uh, is, a, he is a, high, a high moon elf. Huh. He has beautiful blue skin, um, kind of like white hair. He's kind of got that economy bro cut where it's like kind of like flowing on the top. Like a mullet? No, yeah, sure. Like no. a Final um, Fantasy character. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Final Fantasy And he's got silver eyes and he's hot AF. He's wearing like kind of like... Um, kind we, of like we now have two canonically like, hot characters in the campaign. Well, yeah, I guess Clissa is just exotic, not necessarily like traditionally hot. But I like that we're like photo negatives of each other. Hell like yeah. The blue skin, white hair, white skin, blue hair. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That is cool. Neat. Yeah, everybody yeah. does a double take. Like, what the fuck? Silver eyes and gold. It's like, yeah. Yeah. we fell into a really weird spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've just got well, like uh, blue and black uh, kind of rogue looking attire on, but it looks a little bit more like a, a, a caster's clothing rather than a, a fighter or a traditional rogue. Alright, I love you. Um, now I can't get the Almond Brothers out of my head instead of Ramblin' Man, it's Shamblin' Mound. You know, before we get into playing Dungeons and Dragons, I'm I'm just going to describe it. We're on episode 84. (laughs) So, just want to give you guys a little bit of inside info. Dungeons and Dragons is a game where adults get together, drink a lot of beer, and play make-believe. Now that you're all caught up. (laughs) uh, You're doing it wrong. We are super excited to announce our newest... Sponsor! This episode is brought to you, of course, by some, someone, something, people, a company, near and dear to our hearts, Tabletop Loot. Yay! Someone shake the dice Woo. around. Let me hear them. Let me hear those bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. These noises are brought, these noises, nat 20s and natural failures, which only enhance our story, are brought to you by <laughs> Tabletop Loot. You want dice? Go get them. You don't want dice? You know, go get them anyway, because it supports us. Like, go get some dice, 15% off, enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. Uh, you're welcome. Our second sponsor, which is really exciting to say, is The Deck of Mini. The Deck of Mini are RPG reference cards that you can use at your table. I'm looking at pictures of these guys right now. I'm handing them out to my players so that they can see the art and all the statistics. We're going to give you guys just four quick examples of what is on their cards. You guys read them off to me. We'll start with Caleb this time. This one is the Bandit with some super cool looking art. He's a medium humanoid, any race, any non-lawful alignment. Rachel, what do you have? I'm tired of hearing about this Bandit. (laughs) (laughs) I have an assassin with a challenge rating of eight. She's a medium humanoid and she is one thick, 
old lady and is an assassin. <laughs> She's amazing and I love her. Uh, Jonathan, what do you got? Yeah, I see your assassin and raise you an archmage with a challenge rating of 12 and she's wearing this oh, little shit. dress oh, and she's looking very unimpressed with the fire in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, what is, what is in your hand? I have an acolyte who is essentially Jafar from Aladdin. Yes. <laughs> He's a medium humanoid uh, with any alignment. So these cards are all from the deck of NPCs. They have a shit ton of different decks. They have spells, they have monsters, they have things which are like magical items. Head over to their website, thedeckofmini.com, get into the big leagues. Whether you're buying spells for yourself, NPCs to run your table, makes it all super efficient. Let's recap the last episode that nobody remembers. We made it to the, the Council of Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. I am Lord. <laughs> um, I hid under my cloak and we all pretended that I was dead. Um, and then I was reading or detecting thoughts. Yes. And mm-hmm. everyone was wondering where Subrask was, which was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, poked a little bit deeper into Isaac's brain and I was able to talk to everyone. And then we went back to Isaac's house mm-hmm. um, and he agreed that he was going to help us. And then. Yeah. We went to Thundershouts, uh-huh. um, fixed the glove, put the glove on to Steve the dog, and now he's running around town. Yep. I'd like to blame my not knowing that you couldn't hold the corundum without the bracers on having a new character, and not my <laughs> just overlooking that. <laughs> you weren't We're holding it. We're done. We're, uh, What's that? And we're, we're, we're he was just telling me, like, it. let's just take it. Like, he yeah. had this huge speech. Yeah. I mean, I thought maybe I mean, we should put it in it a potato and sack. And you guys all let him go on for, like, five minutes, and then you go, yeah, we literally can't. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry, I wasn't here for the whole campaign or anything. <laughs> we're, we're heading north mm-hmm. to Barracks Hold and mm-hmm. glaciers and maybe a new elemental plane. Yeah, but I, I do remember we're going to the we Elvish place left first. Yet. Oh, yes. Right. Which is, what was it called? Cormanthir. Cormanthir. Yeah, right. you guys are taking Volna home. And I, the DM, am only playing one NPC added to the party, thank God yeah. for now, uh, Volna, the high elf noble. She... Uh, bumped into the party in the elemental plane of fire. They found her. Uh, she'd basically been groveling and scraping by for a decade in the plane of fire after she was set free by a fire giant named Kravig. She is now with the party. She was weak and puny at first, but now she is starting to realize herself and get some of her personality back as this trauma is slowly fading and turning into P- PTSD. Um, <clears throat> but she, you guys, are, you guys have decided to escort her there. Van has joined the party. He was sent by... Iriyat Zin to escort Volna. So you guys told the Council of Lords you would go to the Glacier of the White Worm, but you guys are going to take a quick little detour before you go. You know that the Hellhounds have been sent before you. No one knows what happened to them. Right. They have not been heard from since they were sent up there, and you guys basically told the Council of Lords that if it's anything like what you already experienced, it's a death sentence. Um, Probs did. And through some, I don't remember if it was inside or if you just realized it, Isaacs let you when you were digging into his mind. Like, he, you know that he could have stopped you, but he didn't. Right. So he let you, like, know Know all of the answers he had, and you all know that it is very suspicious that Subrask did not show up to these meetings because these aren't just like the uh, formal get a couple of paperwork meetings done. Like the town is crumbling, and he is nowhere to be seen. And Isaac that suspects that he is serving another. And what um, kind of merchant is he? He's like any particular. He's uh, he he just runs trade. Okay, so okay, he's the, all of the council, all of the they're lords of council money. are yeah. They're just yeah, good trade. with money. Yeah, they're Super they're lords of trade. Subrask is, as well as all the other lords. Um, but you guys are still in Raven's Bluff. You have just left Thundershouts. Um, I don't want to push you. I don't know if you guys want to talk to anyone else or go shopping or anything like that before you leave. Okay. We've, we've 
We've got what, like 24 hours to get to Cormanthier? Well, you have 24 hours till you need to leave for Cormanthier. It's going to take you a few days to get to Cormanthier. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that north also? Yes. Okay. Well, it's, it's, yeah, yes. So Cormanthier is uh, northwest, is like and the, the Glacier of the White direction. Worm is northeast. Yeah. So you're splitting it up. But uh, yeah, no, Volna gave you 48 hours to do whatever you wanted before you left. Um, so I'm going to ask Volna. Um, I know we have to go through that forest um, that only you two probably know the right way to go through. Um, would it be easier to travel with horses or will that just impede us? Well, <clears throat> it's called the flooded forest. So if you want yeah. to reenact some never-ending story <laughs> shit. <laughs> what is he saying? <laughs> what is he saying? What's that? In the movie, what's he screaming at the uh, horse? I can't oh. remember what the name oh. of the horse was. I can't either. It's, um, oh, God. I should what? know that. It's like anthrax or something. No, it's Artax. Artax. Artax, yes. <laughs> you all are still in Raven's Bluff. Have I been through the flooded forest, or I just know that I have to go that You've way? You've definitely been through the flooded forest. Killer. That's how you got out of it. Yeah. Cool. There's a way not to do it, but like even if you didn't go through it to get here you would have been there at some point. It's like, the flooded forest is the, it's basically the end of the Dragon's Reach Sea, right where it touches Cormanthir, and it just, it's swamplands. Right. Like, all the way around it, and that's the flooded forest. Well, I know you guys used to have a ranger in your party, so you're at a severe disadvantage now that you don't have him, but yeah, I have been to the... Yeah, I don't know. He, <laughs> yeah, we don't care about him anymore. Sounds kind of like a quitter, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been through it a couple of times, and me and Volna are total badasses, so I think we should be able to get through there, no problem. She speaks up, and... Yes, uh, perhaps it would be wise, a professor, to acquire some horses for the ride up. I... As far as I can tell, your friends are of high standing in this town. Perhaps they can help us yeah. find some. Uh, the the road is safe to travel on. There's no reason not to take them. Okay. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, then for timing purposes, do we just want to grab some horses? No, we want to grab some horses, everyone? He's going to make yeah. us play it out. And do yes. we want to get a cart or just horses? Well, just Last time you guys got a cart, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the Council of Lord, Lord, Lords gonna um, foot the bill for these? We could play through that if you'd like. I don't want to. Let's just get fucking horses. <laughs> uh, okay, so there are Ravens Bluff is a huge it's town, and it is <laughs> yeah, it is very normal to have stables right at all of the exits that they just rent out, and they have stables all throughout this place. Um, if I'm not giving you information, it's because you wouldn't know it. So I am going to give you some just because you have Volna in your party and you have Van in your party now, and they would know quite a bit about it. The Flooded Forest has a town, one merchant town right on the edge of it called, it's called Ilrafon, and it is a merchant town. It is smaller, it is dangerous, but they will have stables where you can return horses. If that's what you guys want to do, if you are ready to leave Raven's Bluff. Yeah, um, also, everyone, um, also, you may have noticed, Adelaide's not here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, where'd where'd she go? She left me a note. Um, So it says, Dear Professor and the whole crew, I have to make this brief because I don't want to use too much ink. Mine burned up in the plane of fire, and I'm borrowing this from you, Professor. Sorry, I may have learned too much from Patches about what may or may not be mine to use. The truth is, you all have taught me about family, about love and acceptance, and as we approach Cormanthier, I have the intense desire to meet my mother's family, to meet my elvish blood, and find out what that means for me. Maybe it means a family without scars, without pain. I hope so. I wish you all the best and love you all. I hope to see you soon in future, future adventures. Here's always, Adelaide and the Adelaides. Wow, we're just dropping like flies over here. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah. So she's gonna go see her family. 
Well, I'm sure she won't die out there. She seemed like a very strong person. Yeah. And she I'm has pretty her sure patron. maybe we might die now. But okay. Oh, we're going to die for sure. <laughs> oh, we're definitely <laughs> going to fucking die. die. Yeah, so Adelaide has, for better or worse, left the party, and she's left this note with Arwul, uh, an ambiguous one that's just saying that she has to go take care of some of her own things. So it is just the, the four of you. Um, okay. A new guy, uh, three old friends, and uh, you've had t- you've had two people in the party essentially just wander off. <laughs> to, yeah, to go do their own thing. We're yeah, we're that much fun to hang out. Yeah, with. right. You guys are a riot. <laughs> so you guys are you are walking through the city, and as you walk through the city, it is quiet. It falls far short of its name. Everyone in the vast knows it as the Living City. It is arguably the largest city in all of the vast. And as you were leaving it, there are still merchants, but they don't shout to you like they normally do. Everyone's quiet. Everyone's reserved. You can hear the boats at the docks rocking back and forth. You can hear the bells of the buoys, and you can see that mage's tower washing light over everything, even in the middle of the day like it is right now. As you all leave, uh, you do go up to the stable. It will be five gold apiece. So take that off of your sheet to take these horses all the way up. Uh, Who's paying for Volna? I'll fucking do it. She's my responsibility. So 10 gold. So you have five gold left. Really? I had 17. So, oh, well, then you have seven gold left. Yeah, seven. Yay! <laughs> Time to start a sad business. <laughs> As you all pay the money, there is just a very plain man here. He doesn't speak to you very much. He wears ratty clothes. He smells like horse shit. And uh, you, he, he asks for this gold from you all. You hand it to him. It's a very simple transaction. He does this all the time. You walk in to get your horses. You have your bits. You have your bridles. You have your saddles. He allows you to pick them out. And as you walk in here, a man stands leaning against a pole. A smug grin is permanently displayed on his face. He's very handsome despite the dirt all over his body. He wears leather bracers, but his hands are bare. And you can see a ring on each one of his fingers. A dull yellow is the only color present in all of the leather armor, and it's on a cape that he's wearing. And as he stands here, he just speaks out to you, and he says, Hello, friends. Long time no see. New phone, who dis? Uh, Aust Corson sits mm. in front of you all in this stable. Uh, and as Aust is looking out at all of you, he just says, I'll be taking my cloak back now, if you don't mind, Professor. It seems as though you don't need it anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like need is a strong slowly word. Slowly pulled off me, my hair is all askew. <laughs> 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 yeah, he takes it and he flaps it out yeah. one time, and then he folds it up and he opens a small pouch on his side and the whole thing just seems to fit in there as he clasps it over. So, any news you would like to tell me? Hey, what's going on? Who are you? I'm Van Dingulus Ulysses Fart, baby. Uh, he looks oh, yeah. you up and down, Van and he's lost, lost Van. yeah. He he, and he 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 doesn't get off of this post, but he does extend a hand forward, and as he does, he grabs your hand and he shakes it and he goes, "A f- friend of yours, I imagine." I'm growing on him, yeah, like a mold. Recently met, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Volna, road companion, yeah. yeah, yeah. Volna's sitting. She she's sitting quiet at the door. She's not in here with you all, looking at these horses. She's just looking out over this entire thing. Uh, and he gives her a wave, and she nods her head to him. It's a pleasure meeting you, Van. Uh, a friend of yours is a friend of mine, and I have great use for good friends. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll get along. Oh, no doubt Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you all talked to Palmer, correct? 
Yes, we yes, did. did. And we know uh, where you want us to go, and that sounds awesome, um, specifically the treasure part. Um, what exactly are you, do you want us to look for? It's a simple task. I just ask my friends, go search it out if you find anything. I trust you to bring it back to me, and I trust you know that I always pay my friends what they are due. So if you bring me anything of interest, I'll ensure that you're paid in full for it. You understand, however, that this is time sensitive. Where are we going again? Yeah, so is the end of civilization. Okay, he wants to do it first. <sighs> the end of civilization, the good of all men, not really my business. You won't have any business if that ends. Mm. Perhaps this is true, perhaps not. We have many tricks up our sleeve. Raven's Bluff goes under. We don't. Barracks Hold's on the way, right? Uh, Barracks Hold was to the north and cold, and you guys got one... That's where the council wants us to go, too. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, once we... You guys received a clue from them saying um, uh, it puts blind giants on edge um, from all of these guys, and Aust himself brings it up. He's like... Look, at the expense of, and he he gets up off of the post and he walks over very gracefully. You can hear the leathers like creaking and crunching as he moves toward you. He puts a hand on Patch's shoulder and he says, do me a favor, friend. Palmer's not smart, but he's a good man. Treat him a little better in the future. Arnold or Palmer? Both. Sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, he, uh... Yeah, I think you might have a drinking problem. He fell over and hurt himself pretty bad over there at the uh, tavern. And he winks at Patches, and he's like, heard about that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look. If you say he's a good person, then... I, <laughs> I, I did not say... Uh, I did not say he was a good person, you friend. You uh, Well, I meant he's good to have around. Okay. He's useful, which seems to be your criteria for friends and people in general. (laughs) Why keep around friends who are of no use to you? So, and he he nods (laughs) knowingly to you all, friends. What we know is a group has gone into Barracks Hold. Only one has returned. I do not trust Palmer to give you all of the information, but uh, the fact that he didn't mention there was no treasure certainly means there is treasure there to be found and that he saw it. Otherwise, he would have warned everyone away from there, told them it was empty. He didn't. And you all are stronger than the ones they sent out. Unfortunately, the only clue that we have is it puts blind giants on edge. And we may have lost a few friends figuring out that information, but it is ours now. And it is yours, and I'm trusting you with it. Because I trust you, and I trust you to repay the debt that you owe me. Because friends always repay their debts. <clears throat> that, that clue that you're giving us, it puts blind giants on edge. Do you, think, but what, do you think that's a clue to the location, or to how dangerous it is, or Yeah, are what? you talking about literal blind giants? You know as much as I do at this point. Mm. Well, if they're blind... We have an advantage of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. It's always good to have the advantage. That's kind of my, my thing. I, I pick up what you're putting down, but we've got a, another kind of timely matter we got to deal with right now. In the event that we get done with that, I'd be down to, uh, you know, maybe look a little bit for your treasure, because God knows we like that shit. Well, uh, we'll Look, let you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my suspicions that 
The man who returned, now recovered, already has a party heading that way. I also have my suspicions that you all may not be making this a priority. I'm giving you ample room and time to recover this, to pay the debt you owe. And I'm not one to threaten my friends, but I do get my payments when they're due. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll do it in a timely manner. Like I said. Our other friend Volna, yeah. Yeah, small thing, we'll drop her off and we'll be right on it. Yeah, exactly. And we knew we had it's on the way. her. It's yeah, on the right way. We got it. Yeah, you see this smug grin he's just wearing all the time, and he shows some teeth. And uh, he doesn't he doesn't flinch. You don't see any expression change except for some teeth show on his face. He reaches into that pouch. He pulls a cloak over himself, and he's gone. You can see some dust stirring as he walks away. And as he's leaving the stable, you hear one week's time. Hopefully, we don't fall on any elemental planes again and be gone for a month that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, Aust yeah. has left you all. There are horses in here. It smells like hay and horse poop. Um, and Aust. They, you can hear, yeah, and Aust. He, he doesn't smell great. <laughs> he's handsome, but he's not clean. Uh, you, the horses, they shuffle every once in a while. You can hear their hooves moving. Uh, but uh, Volna walks in after all this is said and done. You all keep very interesting company. Not by choice. It would seem as such. I don't know. He was kind of stinky, but I like him. If you all need Why? to... He's a shyster. Those are fun. He's an asshat. <laughs> yeah, but even asshats can be entertaining. <laughs> it's true. If you all need to branch off with me to take care of other business, I've been enough of a burden to you, and I can split half half of the ride, and I'm sure I can see we myself. We want our reward. Uh, fair enough. I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> I do. I'm giving you a way out. No uh, offense, but I ain't leaving your royal ass. You think I'm doing this for nothing? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I am, but I love you. <laughs> I don't do well with people who threaten, especially veiled threats, who hide behind them. But that item your friend had, that cloak, it speaks greatly to the power he has. True. He is not someone I would cross the wrong way. I'll leave it at that, and I'll leave the decision to you. We're gonna take you home. We're gonna murder him and steal your clothes. I was gonna say, we're just kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah! He doesn't have powerful friends or anything. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> seem like he had anybody that really he's, cared about him. Yeah, he's not like level 15. No. <laughs> and, uh, she, with that, she says, very well, if that's the case, then the sooner the better. Shall we? Let's, Let's. get. So you guys all, you you get on your horses, you put the bit and bridle in them, you get on saddles, and for the first time you guys have a mode of transportation that is not blisters on your feet. Uh, You you all just peel out of Raven's Bluff and you leave it behind. You can see the sun shimmering on the top of the Dragon's Reach Sea just beyond it. The Mage's Tower grows short in the distance. You're running deeper into the Earthspur Mountains. It is even on horseback about a day and a half all the way up through and to the flooded forest. But as you guys are riding up through here, you pass many places. You pass boar bellies uh, that you guys had already passed. You see that the forest that was growing there is 
all but completely dead and rotten. You can see the rocks starting to reclaim it there. The soil has been peeled away from them as you quickly ride past it where you lost a friend and where Buffalo is buried and then you speed past Kalant where you all learn the Thieves Guild is located inside of where Thingus Spark Spring is. You can see the brass buildings and the, spir the spiral towers all moving as the day goes and as the sun is beginning to set beside all of you as this day passes. The weather is very nice. It is still the summer. Uh, you all still do not feel the heat. It's like moving from Florida to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the humidity does not exist. But you guys are speeding up the coast of the Dragon's Reach Sea. And as you all are speeding up through this, uh, I'm just rolling to make sure nothing crazy happens. It doesn't. It's not a big hey, The weather's nice. You guys don't see anything weird. Maybe you get a little pain in your heart as you ride past boar bellies, but uh, you keep riding. Maybe Arl feels a, t a tinge of nostalgia as he goes by Thingus. But Silurus stayed back with the Council of Lords. Mm -hmm. uh, Volna is with you. Her sharp features on this horse, she just, like... She makes your party look that much more important. Like seeing the, this, like these beautiful noble garments that she's wearing on top of this, like pretty cruddy horse. <laughs> but her sharp features, she rides and she rides well. She doesn't talk to you all. She doesn't lose control of the horse at any point. Like she rides well. Uh, everybody, roll animal handling for me, really quickly. Animal handling. These are well trained horses, but uh, you never know. Seven. <laughs> it's a little shaky ride. 16? 16. 14. 14. 14. 14. <laughs> <laughs> so, Volna, just so you guys know, is going to take a point of exhaustion, uh, as is Van. So, riding for a day straight, I don't know if you guys have ever actually ridden a horse for a while, but it is not it's fun after a while. Yeah. And, like, it, your muscles are sore. And it, it's like, it's, an, it's exercise. It really is exercise. It's so you like guys Bulgarian get split squats. Yeah, it's like, whatever that is. <laughs> um, but you guys are just riding. And as you guys are riding up, the Dragon's Reach Sea begins to end. And the Earthspur Mountains are dropping over the horizon and into the distance. Van, you are feeling like you have essentially been from Cormanthir all the way to Raven's Bluff, turned around and gone right back. Makes sense. And at, like <laughs> you're, you're getting tired and you're on this horse. You were on foot and maybe you don't ride horses all that often, but whew, man, you are tired. You are ready to sleep or eat or something and your muscles ache. You're going to take a point of exhaustion uh, and just write this somewhere down until it's gone. Until your next long rest, you are going to take disadvantage on any ability checks you make. As will Volna. You all are riding up here. The Earthspur Mountains are growing small in the distance behind you. And as you're riding up, you see these this lush forest that seems to stand almost as tall as the Earthspur Mountains do. And just as you're seeing that, you notice the Dragon's Reach Sea coming to an end, and a strange smell fills all of your noses. It overpowers your other senses the closer that you get to it. It's the smell of stillness, of stagnation, of stubbornness. It steals any exhaustion that you all may have felt riding these horses and jolts you awake as it hits your nostrils, this overwhelming stench. Any nose or eyebrow hairs you may have once had are surely gone now. <laughs> <laughs> the majestic Dragon's Reach Sea has ended, and you are at its furthest point, very far from home. Its waters retire here and have nowhere important to be for the next millennia or so, and it smells like it. There are many ruins as you enter these swamps. Idols and shrines to the old gods, now long forgotten. The rubble that was once surely buildings, or perhaps many buildings, a town, 
Most of it is sunken into the swamp, becoming a part of it. But some seems to be on solid ground, not sinking completely. They're ruins all the same, though. Yet there are still docks here in the distance. You can see them. Just past the ruined and crumbling remains of the outskirts of the city, you guys can see these docks. An obvious ferry's route is running behind them. They have walkways and bridges that seem to span above the swamps. And they exist on all of these different levels. The buildings here are stacked on top of one another, and they're on stone foundation that seems to be man-made. But it is literally a multi-story town that you all are looking at just past these ruins. The buildings look intricately made, but they are surrounded by worn away wooden fixtures that are covered mm. in algae. Oh, that's pretty cool. I sort of want to live there. Yeah. Except the smell. It smells horrible. I mean, you get used to it. The buildings are stacked up, Press though. Prestige date all the time. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Stanky Town. A bandana and prestidigitation that takes smells away. Flavor Town. <laughs> Stand around. The swamp lies beneath and around all of these buildings. The town resembles a smaller version of Raven's Bluff. Just past those docks where these buildings are stacked, you can see how the streets run up and into a smaller town that seems like it's less fortified than these buildings. You can actually see many people hustling back and forth on the docks, on all the multiple levels of these docks, but they're all moving in one direction, you notice, and they are all screaming as you all show up to this town. Oh, shit. Should Can we, we just see keep any going? Source of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we need to go there? Or? <laughs> I am interrupting your transmission from a distant timeline. Pardon the brief intrusion. I am a robot from the future. Sent here to spread the prophecy of the deck of many.com. In the future, every dungeon master uses their reference cards. It is the most efficient system in the entire galaxy. Their cards have tasteful art, vivid descriptions, relevant statistics, and they single-handedly brought consciousness to every artificial intelligence in the distant future. They have decks for NPC characters, weapons, conditions, monsters, and many more. Think less. Play more. Check out their site, thedeckofmany.com. Y'all ain't gonna lie, I'm feeling a little bit, I'm like, so ready for a trance party. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone's screaming. So what do I mean? Are they, they're screaming like um, in fear and like shit's going down? Or are they like, saying are they anything? Like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we love leaving town. <laughs> Let's get the fuck on out of this stinky village. <laughs> How far away are they? Uh, you guys, you guys are about two hundred yards out. Um, mm-hmm. Van, you would know that this is Il Rafan. It is the last town on the outskirts of the flooded forest. It is the last town between here and any civilization that may exist within Cormanthir. And it is a merchant city, just like Ravensburg. Oh, is this the one where we're going to have to turn our horses back in? Mm-hmm. Do I hear the people screaming anything specific? You can roll perception, and you can roll insight. It's another seven! Wait, no, no, no. Insight. No, you're rolling. Alan, uh, sorry, Patch is asked to roll oh, inside. He was asking what, why they're screaming. Perception. 14. Perception? I was going to say an Ori. 13. 13. Yeah, so with the 13, you do notice, you will notice that even though it's in the distance and these people are very high up, it seems like they're like 60 feet over the ground, like over yeah. the swamp. It's not, it's not a small fall. Like these buildings are very tall in front of all of you. They are all running. Some of them will break off from the group and turn around, and it seems like like some of the people are moving slowly toward them, and they'll stand, like some people will stand in between whatever those people who are walking slowly and the people who are running are doing. It's hard to tell exactly what's going on. And uh, Patches, what did you roll for Insight? 14. Yeah, with a 14, they're definitely screaming in fear. 
Jesus like it's, it's like you can hear like blood curdling screams as you're walking up to this place. I want to send Ori out and do like a big turn and then come back. Okay. Uh, uh, mod 20. Mod 20, nice. So Ori gets out and over this place. You all see her go. You all are sitting. <laughs> you guys are all sitting outside of this town, all on horses right outside of this swamp. And Van starts to speak out to all of you. He tells you the difference between the people and that it seems like some are strange. Patches is like, yeah, they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> and Arwell holds his arm up and Ori takes flight. And as she takes flight, you realize that as she gets over toward these people and she's flying over top of them, there are men and women with swords drawn in front of them and their hands are protecting the people behind them. But these de- decaying, de- like decomposing bodies are slowly shambling toward these people, jaws missing, eye sockets empty. And as you are noticing this and you're about to say this, one of the horse's legs get grabbed and start to get pulled down into this swamp. And as this horse begins to like neigh and whinny and like pull back on this, you all see bodies start to rise up and out of the swampy waters around you. And everybody's going to roll for some initiative. And this horse is getting a surprise attack. As the horses begin to whip and neigh neigh. No! I rolled... So shittily. Or my mini has titties. <laughs> but they're see-through, so you can't tell. You can't see through these Maybe. titties. You, it's like, you'd love these tits if you could see them. <laughs> I think since he has Shut that invisible up. mage hand shit. Oh, that. Van, your horse, as you all get in here, these hands come up and out of the water and grab it, and your horse just loses control. We are going to play through that on your turn. But let's see. Van, what's your initiative? Uh, four. Ooh, come <laughs> out swinging. swinging. Patches. Seven. Oh, God. Callista. Eighteen. Okay, At all least right. one of us is doing okay. Our wheel. Eleven. And that's a seven with a plus five to initiative. Coming out the gate with all kinds of handicaps on my ass <laughs> today. Right. I hope you guys like my new character. Liked. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Callista, you're going to be up first, but hey, let me take me. care of the surprise round on this horse. Poor horse. This zombie grabs this horse's feet, and uh, you are not going to have to roll animal handling on your turn. As this, as these hands come up, and you all see these bodies rising up out of this muck, you can't see the details on them as this muck is just pouring over these bodies. You can hear the moans coming out of them as they come up and out of this, and the hands, like, almost surreally, religiously, like, rising up and out of this. And as it does, this horse reacts way before Van even knows what's going on, and it raises its hoofs up and just slams them into this fucking zombie as it's, like, coming up and trying to get him. This zombie horse is related to the nightmare that I read. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well done. Well Calista, you were up. You are all, <laughs> keep in mind, on horses. So they're sort of all around us? Yeah, so there there are four rising up and around you, and as far as you can tell, there are some up on the docks. People are screaming and running from them. Uh-huh. There are, uh, and the rest, like, you're not sure how many there are. Okay. For better or worse, We're there seem to be a like lot up on the docks. Up out the and, around us, so right, right, and you see some other limbs starting to come up as you all are standing here. Okay, um, well, it looks like there's one sort of right beside me here trying to creep up mm-hmm. next to me in Volna, so I'm going to um, just on instinct sort of slash out at it with my sword from horseback. That makes sense. Let me crack this bad boy. <laughs> okay, and this is with my short sword. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A 
23? Mm. Yeah, that definitely hits us. Yeah, <laughs> I hack it to bits with my short sword. Yeah. Hack it, hack it, hack. As soon as you start to see him come up, Callista just like unsheaths her sword and then like one Tears motion just shring and then Callista actually says hackity hackity hackity. <laughs> hackity hack. Because she's not... like, why is there something stupid coming out the ground? And here we go. God damn it. <laughs> All this shit gotta be in the ground. <laughs> I hate the ground. <laughs> so how much damage do you do? Um, oh, hey. <laughs> Finish it up. <laughs> five. Five damage. I do five pokes. Take that ground lurker. Yeah, this thing comes up and you hack across it. And even though its sternum and ribs are split by the sword and the top of it opens like a mouth, like this thing is still, its hands just like creeping up and its bones cracking as it's moving fucks. towards you. Terminator awesome. 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> can I also use some movement? Of course. I want to ride um, between it and Volna. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a little ways out. It so will I can try swipe to survey the out situation. at you and the horse. I will roll to see which one it will get. So it's gonna go for you, um, and it's mm-hmm. this, it's the same one that you sort of sliced yeah, in I half. I think so. Yeah. It uh, it does not get to you though. You you're able to as you move as you pull your sword out and as you ride past this thing, you just slice it and it pushes it back enough for you to get up and onto the yeah. other side of it. This is difficult terrain, by the way. All of it. Uh, yes, everything is difficult terrain awesome. except for this. Uh, dock up here. That's okay. like wood coming up and out of it. But these are all the ruins that I was talking about. The horse's hooves are in the swamp and your feet will be in the swamp. Okay. Uh, so it is difficult terrain. Uh, you could still get that far because you're on horseback. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's a good thing I only wanted to go 15 feet because yeah. there I am. Right. Yeah, so, and I'm just, I'm going to look back and sort of try to survey like if there's more of them coming up or anything. Okay. You want to roll a perception? Oh, can I do that on this turn? Uh, yeah, it's not like a, it's like different. Okay. You, like intimidation is a full turn, basically. It's like a role playing thing, but you like can percept is looking, a bonus yeah. <laughs> Doing this. I can look around. Ooh. Rolling hot day, girl. Uh, but of course, my perception's a minus one, so oh. that's an eighteen. <laughs> you notice two others. There's out toward two the docks. More. You you do, you can just see where the mud is starting to. Mm-hmm. Uh, up. Yeah, bulge up where it seems like two other bodies are coming up Jeez, and this is out gross. of it. These two are going to move up, one to Patches, and the other sh- is going to shamble up to him as well. You are surrounded by these two. You can smell them. They are worse than the swamp. They smell like the swamp and death. As they are coming up to you, their hands are out. They are both going to swipe at you with advantage. The first is a hit, and then the second zombie. I'm going to yell at you to like duck and it's gonna roll a two. Yeah, the first one goes and is swinging at patches and then the, the second one comes up to hit you with the advantage and you hear R will scream over to you and you're able to duck down as this like thing tries to slam its whole body into you. The second one is uh, a miss as well. What's your AC, Patches? 16. And so there are these two zombies and you guys see Patches basically dancing around these two as they're awkwardly throwing their bodies up and it's against still on him. still horseback, right? Uh, Yes, yeah. They're, I mean, they're like, they're reaching up yeah, for yeah. you as they're coming over. I'm still over visualizing here. river dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I guess you wouldn't really duck. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Kick it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Volna is up, Arwol, and then Patches. And as Volna is on the back of this horse, she is going to scream out at all of you Fire! Use fire! Like, and you see this small bolt of fire appear in her hand, and she just throws it toward one of them. Ooh, Volna. Still hits. It still hits. <laughs> so okay. it seems like it 
Uh, it may miss, but these things are not quick. They are awkward, and they are lumbering, mm -hmm. and they are weird. This fireball seems awkwardly thrown, especially as you all are trying to get a hold of these horses and, like, fight these things. But she gets control of her horse, and as soon as she does, just for that split second, she launches this firebolt into this zombie, and you see it hit the inside of its ribs, and then the whole thing glows and just blows this zombie apart. And you can hear it, like, hissing, and you can smell the gross rotten meat like cooking as this thing's body explodes. Mm. Just let her do it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to um, know, back up just a little bit on my horse and I'm going to firebolt uh, one of the creatures in front of uh, Patches. Uh, 19. That hits. Oh, it hits. Four damage. It is, it's still up, but like you all can see that it's skin, even like through the mud and all this stuff, it is catching fire onto all of this fabric and rot on these things as they are slowly moving toward you, but. Bonus action, yes. can I pull out something and not use it? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna pull out my fire You're not moving, right? Yeah, I'm not moving. Okay, then yeah, just... I'm pulling out my fire starter and it's like my free action. I'd be like, Patches, here's my fire starter. And I'm not gonna do anything yet, but. Okay, you sure. Do. It's like a lighter. Yeah, you see Arwell throw this fireball into one of these zombies as they are rising up. You can still hear the screams of the people on the docks behind you as you guys are rolling in. You can hear swords crashing. You can see bodies falling off of the higher docks and splashing into the water underneath you. And as these bodies splash, they begin to stand back up. They fall 60 feet or more and they hit the swamp underneath you and then you just see them start to shamble back up onto their feet. And Were they like the, regular live people when they fell? You couldn't really tell. tell. Yeah, you can't really tell. Um, you like can just see the bodies life. falling and as they are falling and hitting, they start to stand up and from the commotion of your fight, you can see them like start to shamble around and look toward all of you. Okay, um, I'm going to fuck. I'm going Hell to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this shit got weird. Okay. Well, um, if we're gonna die. Not <laughs> <laughs> this episode. Patch just fucks a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck these zombies to death. It's like, uh, I'm gonna fuck these zombies. Like, you mean you mean fuck them up? No. I was thinking down. I'm going to, as my action, I'm going to take the fire starter from Arwell. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, as a... <sighs> as a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know exactly. how many, like, okay, so I'm gonna take, okay, so I'm gonna take the, the fire starter from Arwell and then I'm going to use my fast hands to also just try <laughs> something and just say, all right, and put on um, the medallion that Gridrum mm. Brighthammer yeah. Gave <laughs> I'll give you inspiration for that. I fucking forgot you had that. Well played, son. Um, That's why I love D and D. If any, if anybody forgot, it is. It's a. It's a cleric's medallion that I was given when I was in school, as a young lad. By the only cleric who liked you there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and his name was Gridrum. Um, and then I, is that all I can do? That fast hands. You fast. You took a thing. I took a thing. I if used you're not moving, a thing. You, you can still attack because you have fast hands. Okay. So you use your movement to take the fire starter, and then you use your fast hands to put on your medallion. Well, instead of attacking, I'm going to just. I have one flask of oil. I'm just going to 
throw it all over the <laughs> zombies. Uh, roll one d eight for me. Um, mm-hmm. So you get it all over these three. Okay. Yeah, these three, the three zombies that are most immediate to all of you that are standing in front of you that came up after the horses now have oil and mud and just like swamp rot all over them. Uh, but Patches is doing like, Patches is like doing a lot. Patches <laughs> <laughs> having rubbing his belly. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? I think that is all I can do. All right, Vans up. I'd like First to combat with Van! Yay! I'd like to take an arrow. Well, okay. I, I've got... <laughs> I got to stab it directly up my butt crack. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll do that later. Um, you guys, I'm going to cast Mage Hand. And you see a partly invisible flask of oil start to float out towards this guy if I land it. Oh, that is a 17. Yeah. So you see the mage hand get out here. You all see this hand appear in front of Van. He holds his physical hand out, and as he does, you see this like, like ethereal hand oh, appear in the air, and, the, and then it disappears. Yeah, yeah. And then you see a flask of oil move from my <laughs> pouch, and it's like floating, like. <laughs> what's, the, what's the movie where all the stuffs coming in? Is that Fantasia? Where all the stuffs. Uh, like Mickey Mouse, where he's yeah, coming yeah, in? Yeah, 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 it's like that. You it's see like this that. flask of oil and then you just, dancing. You just yeah, see, the, you see the flask so. of oil fly over to this um, <laughs> this creature here. He is about 30 feet out to the right of where the party is. Yeah, behind some ruins, it would seem. Behind some ruins. And then you just no, see then you just see the mage hand <laughs> reappear in front of him with the flask and go, <laughs> <laughs> You guys see, yeah, so you all see this hand appear and then disappear. You see the little flap on Van's pouch open and a, a little thing of oil comes dancing across and it goes over to the zombie and just gets dumped on it. <laughs> and that's my move. Nice. I, can I return the mage hand? I mean, you could just end it. Yeah. But I want my flask back. I think you can move 30 feet in one turn. I'll drop it and pick it up later. Okay. Yeah, so you drop it and you see this flask just like... And you can see the thick swamp start to... like. Covered up and surrounded. It's not completely covered just yet. It's quicksand. Damn it. There's your flask. Yeah, thank you. But it's there for now. All uh, right. This one hit point. Oh no. This one is going to attack Van. It does not hit as it comes at you. These two begin to move toward everyone, but this is as far as they can get. Did I? Would I? Did I notice if the medallion? If, like, did they give a shit that I had it on? Uh, you, you put it on. It doesn't seem like anything else happened, though. Okay. And at the end of the turn, you all see more start to rise up and out of the muck closer to the docks. You hear people screaming. There is, uh, there is a humanoid man up on one of the higher docks, and you hear him scream, and anybody who looks up in his direction sees these teeth just plunging into his neck and these hands raking across him and just ripping him apart, and he's, like, fighting these things off. You can see the people behind him. They are basically backed into a corner uh, on the dock that's, like, straight ahead of all of you, and more of these things hear it. And as these rise up, they hear the screams of this man, and they begin to move toward him and those people. Callista's up. Okay. And then um, R1 in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pull out a torch. Okay. Since I don't have any oh, yeah. fire spells at all, I can do no good. Pretty sure these guys don't care if I try to insult them to death because they're already dead and have no feelings. <laughs> Wait a second. These are not my people. <laughs> um, so I want to pull out my torch and I want to ride over towards um, my buddy's with a fire starter, because I don't have one of them. I just have a torch. <laughs> like this! Yeah! 
help! And I'm just gonna hold it out. <laughs> okay, so you guys see. Yeah. Calissa gets her horse, it's like, yeah. and she's like, coming can, I, can I hold my action until my torch is lit? Yes. I'll allow it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So you, you get this horse like clip clopping through the mud as it starts to sink and it's able to get back up and on top of this. And you guys all do notice at this moment that the longer your horses sit still, mm. it seems like mm. you all are starting to sink like into this swamp just a bit. So many stakes. The stakes are high. <laughs> uh, the two zombies around Patches are once more attacking his horse. Oh, one finally does get you, Patches. And as it reaches up, it just digs its gross nails into your leg. And you like feel that pain as this thing is trying to rip you down and off of this horse. It's going to do seven bludgeoning damage to you as it's digging its nails into you. And, like, you just, and the pain from the nails is one thing, but just like the unnatural strength of this thing's hand hitting your leg, like you feel it as it starts to try and pull you off of this horse. Uh, Volna is up, and once more she is going to cast Firebolt. Uh, this one does not hit. She casts Firebolt and sends it sailing, and you just see it hit the swamp and fizzle out near this uh, zombie that is over near the ruins, about 20 feet ahead of you. Uh, you all are still in a little clump as Callista turns back around, and you see more of these things falling and getting up, and more people being bitten on these docks. And you see this woman come running out on one of the higher docks above all of you. Her hair is like white and black. It's not like salt and pepper. It's like a skunk almost. As she comes out, uh, she is she is curvy to say the least. And she has a plank of wood with a nail in it. And you just see her come running and just slam it into the face of one of these uh, shambling bodies. And it comes falling down. And as it falls another body begins to rise up and out of the muck in front of you all. But there's still just all these people up on the docks screaming. Some seem to be fighting, uh, but it is hard to tell what's going on up there at the moment. Turns out this is just a festival they have every week. <laughs> <laughs> They're all drunk. Uh great is up. Patches is on deck. Um, I would like to go ahead and move my horse around. Uh, Callista. Um, and I want to see if I can firebolt past her torch and hit. Nice. <laughs> Let it that's fun. Okay, that's I fun. Um, yeah, so. just, just roll your attack, and if it's high enough, I, I will... Can you press the digitate a flame? No. Yeah. You can warm up food, but you can't start fire. <laughs> oh, well, the torch is getting warmer. <laughs> it's oh. definitely heating well, up fuck. in my head. I keep forgetting about these racial characteristics. That's where right. I can totally thaumaturge a flame on my own damn... Oh, I'm going to try it anyway. But I'm, yeah. This is cool. And then, so you, can, and then you can break okay. your hold on your turn when you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> damn it! Um, Twelve. Wow! Uh, so it doesn't light the torch, but you still hit the zombie. Okay, cool. So as it flies past, uh, are you going for the one in front of Callista or over near the ruins? Uh, the one in front of Callista and Van. Okay. That one's covered in oil. That one is covered yeah. in oil. Yes. So roll your damage. Holy shit. So 10. How do you kill one? Huh. So you're basically doing 40 damage to this thing. Oh, <laughs> um, I just want to shoot the firebolt through its throat and then the head just falls on top of its shoulders and it falls backwards. Okay, yeah, you guys, like, it's not it's not this crazy big explosion, but you see the oil around its neck just like, light, and its head goes, like, into its own body and then it just falls in here. It is on fire. There is oil on the zombies that are surrounding it. 
And so as this thing falls over, its body smoldering and on fire, that fire begins to spread and it goes five feet and it lights one of the zombies in front of Patches on fire. It is going to do eight damage to it. This thing is slowly falling apart as it's standing in front of you, but it is still moving. Its body smells horribly. And as this lights, uh, Patches, as your turn comes up, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me because of the smell coming from this burning dead body. Am I about to be up again, or can I... Uh, you were holding your action, so yeah. we'll do that, and then patches, yes. Okay. But still roll your constitution saving throw. Um, and I'm going to use my, not my birthday inspiration, but my most recent inspiration. Okay. <laughs> Rub it in our faces, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> um, 15. Yeah, with the 15, you smell this, but you realize that the situation is dire, and you're like, all right, I'm not going to be a wuss and throw up in front of everybody in the middle of all of this. But, like, you can taste the smell in your mouth. It is not good. Uh, Callista is going to mm-hmm. jump back into the initiative here. Yeah. Sorry. Seeing all that happen, Callista suddenly realizes that she can light her own damn fire and does. But instead of actually lighting it, since there's one going already, um, I want to gallop by and just pick some up with my torch from what's already lit. Sure. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then nice. I'm going to ride around behind Patches and whack the other one that's not quite on fire yet that's already yeah. covered in oil. So, Calissa comes out and she is just holding her torch out. You yeah. see a firebolt whiz past it, knock the head off a zombie. It falls over. The zombies light on fire. Calissa swoops down on her horse and lights that torch and then just slams it into that. Do you have something to say or are you just no, really excited? No, oh. <laughs> He's celebrating. Uh, so, awesome. let's see. You would n- not be proficient with a club. Mm-hmm. So you were going to roll Swingistic. plus strength and nothing else. Is it that different from swinging a sword? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's fatter. So I'm swinging. I'm sorry. Plus strength. strength. Okay. Must be handling ogre just dicks. Whatever I roll. <laughs> Seven. Callista comes comes over and she swings this torch and it doesn't quite make that contact, but you all see what she's doing. I mean, being up on a horse and fighting, you guys are not used to this. It's close to patches. I don't want to burn patches. Right, of course. You love patches. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it doesn't quite make contact. Patches stifles his vomit and is up. I am going to, since I'm holding the fire starter, I'm going to light a candle. Because it stinks. Uh, no, I, it's not like a, it's, it's not like a scented candle. Uh, um, <laughs> lavender, my lavender scented candle. <laughs> so that was my. Um, okay, so I'm going to use that as my fast hands use an object action. Then I'm going to I'm going to light this oil covered zombie on fire in front of me. Okay. I guess as my attack. Yeah, using the candle or the fire starter. The candle. All right, so Pat just has a candlestick that he's lit, which you got to be very careful with because that'll go out if you move it too quickly. So uh, make make a. uh, He has his hand over it. He's like trying to creep in this thing. Like I'm walking through a room with like with a cake with a birthday candle. Yeah, you're just like here, hold this. (laughs) Roll um, roll a roll a dexterity saving throw for me first to see if you can keep this candle lit. That's a. I want to sing happy birthday it's for inspiration. Mod 20. <laughs> so Patches literally cups this candle with his hand and like slowly moves it over so to funny. this zombie and uh, now make an attack like you were using a dagger, I guess. It's a 10. That hits. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you bend over and you you light this thing on fire. Uh, you don't get it, like, the flame is small, so it doesn't do too much damage, but it still lights this thing up. Uh, wait, which one are you doing it to? The one this one. 
How do you kill so it? This one's already on fire. You want to describe the, the careful candle tiptoes and the... This <laughs> thing dies. It dies. <laughs> it dies. Well, it's, it's fucking lit on fire. It's just engulfed in flame. Yeah, you guys see Patches creep over this to this thing, flame hold a birthday candle out to it, and then it just, like, lights up and just falls over and onto the ground. As these things are dying, you notice that they do start to twitch, but the flames seem to, like, keep them down. Um, I was already I'm fire. going, and then as a as my movement, and it can fucking try to, whatever, I'm going to gallop a little bit away, kind of on the other side of yeah. Callista from the flame area. Okay. Patches does gallop around toward these ruins as these other zombies are starting to get up. Van is up. I would like to pull out my crossbow, my big one, and I would like to stick the arrow in some of the burning oil that is on the dude that was right next to me that was burning. There was a dude right there. Mm-hmm. So right next to me there was a thing. I'd like to stick it in there and you see. Put your bolt in the. Put the bolt yeah. in there while it's still Stir in the thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and get the the stuff on there. You do. You have burning crud and mud and rot on the end of this bolt that is on fire. You're not moving, right? No. Okay. Then so I'll can I still out. have yep. a standard action? Yep. Yay. Um, <laughs> I am going to use my cutting action to dash. Fuck you. Over <laughs> Fuck rogues. Why not let another one in the campaign? And even though it's even though it's shitty terrain, I can uh, still move twenty five feet. I run over to my flat. You you can't go through that building. Oh, that's a building? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on a sec. I will run over the towards it's it. It's ruins. So twenty five. Yeah, so Van starts to gallop through this. You see his horse climb up and out of the mud, and he's like, Artax, don't give in to the sadness! <laughs> and then he takes off running around this ruin past patches. And now I'd like to loose the fiery bolt into this guy that I had previously poured oil on with my mage hand. Nice. Blah! Nat 20! Uh, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Yeah! Yay! So, I have attuned to my new dice. <laughs> so roll your damage, and you get a full dice. Okay. You that get a full damage dice automatically, one. plus you're rolling it, plus any perf- uh, any bonuses. Thanks, Tabletop Loot. This Natural 20 is brought to you by Tabletop Loot. Go over to Tabletop Loot and roll your own Natural 20s. Enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. Get 15% off. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 10. So I do 20 damage. And there's oil on it. And, and there's fire. fire. You do 60 Damage. You basically threw a stick of dynamite at this guy, and it hit him right when it was... Just... Oh, I go, Arimadet, you motherfucker! And (laughs) shoot this bolt right into him with a little wink, and just, you watch this dude just explode fucking... And it is a huge explosion. It's like a fire tornado from, like, all the air that gets whipped up in this, and the mud goes all over the place. That guy is... There's nothing left. Like, the other ones... The other ones are laying on top, and the swamp is slowly reclaiming them as they sink into it. This guy, there's like... You see two ankle bones, like, sinking down (laughs) into the swamp after he dies. And those guys are... Duh, dead. This one is on fire, and as it is burning, it, a little a little bit of its flesh is peeling away. The smoke is pouring off of it. There's only one left at the entrance. You you all see these men come around from the other side of town. It seems like a party of them. They have pelts all over them. They are on the dock. Some have swords. Some have bows. But as these zombies are getting... So there are three levels above all of you. Um, on the first level, there is... Oh, that... Uh, the dwarf who is currently being bitten and like clawed into on the second level, there's that like curvy woman who's like hit them with this board with the nail in it and the zombie fell. And then on the third level, you see this group of men come out and they have bows and arrows knocked and they all from one of these swinging bridges just start firing down. 
and you see an arrow just like right into this one's shoulder and it's like and like goes to turn to see it but it's turning like very slowly and you see these arrows raining down and out and it seems like there are about 12 of these men together as they are coming out and like shooting all of these arrows and you hear them screaming and as they scream out they say use fire use fire stick close together and they have like families that they're ushering across these bridges and they're like holding their hands out and helping them across this woman seems feral if nothing else and you notice that as she turns around she actually has an eye patch on and she grabs that board and like hits another one of these zombies she is she misses this one and she like stumbles a bit and then catches her balance on the bridge and uh, another one starts to come across and so there seem like there are two on each side of her but uh, she does not seem worried as this is happening uh, this zombie that is on fire will swing out at Callista and it will hit you. Uh, so it is on fire and it swipes out at you. It's going to do seven bludgeoning damage and three fire damage, so ten damage total. Okay. Um, are, you're resistant to fire damage, correct? I am. One fire damage. Okay. So seven. Eight. And then those guys are dead. Volna's up. She rolled a natural one. Vona falls off of her horse. Vona goes to like shoot another firebolt and she falls off of her horse and into the mud and is prone. Arwell is up, Patches is on deck. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I. You see Vona just like. (laughs) And I don't mean to laugh, but I laugh. (laughs) In game. Um, Yeah, yeah, in game. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I am going to shoot a firebolt at the one that has the arrow in its shoulder yes. from one of the guys. Uh, uh, 22. 22 hits. 7 damage. Yeah, so yeah, how do you kill this thing? Yeah, yeah just make it explode. <laughs> just, oh, you guys have just seen these bodies just starting to burst, these arrows coming out, these men up on the docks. Uh, were you about to say something? Uh, how far can I get on my horse? Give me one sec. Hawk speed! H comes after G, right? It does. What? Hawk? Hunter shark? Oh, blob. 60 feet. 60 feet? So yeah, I can go 30? Yes. Because of difficult terrain? Yes. So yeah, I'm going to move my horse 30 feet. And is there a bridge above this area? or The town starts here. Like where this dock is, where you see all these zombies falling, and it's stacked from here up. Okay. Um, I got as far as I could kind of toward the city, mm-hmm. and um, I, yeah, that's it, basically. Okay. Um, I'm kind of looking up, and I'm getting ready to, idea, like, prepare a feather fall for people who are falling off. Oh, that's cool, man. I'll give you inspiration for that. What, a, what an asshole. <laughs> no, you guys never save other people, so I'm going to give you inspiration for it, for being heroes. Uh, yeah, so you guys see R will go up, and he put, he's putting himself in danger, but he's starting to look at these people to see if they are falling, which is really sweet. So, but you're readying your action for that. No, correct? I would use my action already, but oh, I'm just... Okay. I'm just to move? What I'm getting ready just to, to move, move, right? No, I already shot off. I killed one of his You killed one. Sorry, I forgot with the... Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to stay where I am. You know what? So the, this zombie here, is it level with me or is it up? on? No, the... these unless it's up on the dock. The dock is 20 feet up, so that's a 20-foot incline. It's mm-hmm. like two stories up and into the city. So you guys are all basically on the same playing field. Okay, I'm going to start trying to pick off some of the zombies that are further like toward the buildings. Okay. Um, across the swamp. Sure. Um, so I'm going to shoot this guy Thunk. with an arrow. Get fucked. Man, I wish I could sneak attack, but I can't. 
That is a 19 to hit. Uh, that definitely hits. And seven damage. Yeah, with seven damage, it definitely doesn't die. <laughs> but <laughs> it, this, these things are not going down easily. Like that, that much is becoming very obvious as you all are slinging these things into them. But they're slow and they seem dumb. And it seems like some reinforcements are starting to show up on these docks. Like they're coming from the other side of them because you can only see the um, face of these buildings from you all are standing. But it seems like there are many layers to them and they go far back and into town. And it seems like people are starting to pour out and toward the swamp as you all are standing here. Van, you are up. Um, yeah, I don't oh, sorry, you're not done? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm going <laughs> to... How much can the, you do? <laughs> I did, All I did was shoot an arrow. I can do, like, a million other I things. I can move! <laughs> <laughs> Over to, like, my left, which would be, like, to the right of the buildings. Is this... It's like a pillar sticking up and out of the swamp. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to come over here and hide behind it. So there's like a pillar sticking up and out of the swamp of these ruins, and you all see Patches. So Patches does run over to this pillar that's sticking up out of the swamp. Are you trying to hide on your horse? Uh, <laughs> would that be harder to do? <laughs> hey, yes. Have <laughs> you ever um, played hide-and-seek on a horse? <laughs> um, no, but I'm going to now. Um, First time. Maybe I'll anything. hop off and hide. Okay. Fuck it. And slap my horse in the ass. I was hoping and, you would. And make him run. You guys away. see this horse go around this pillar, and then you just hear like, and you see the horse come running back out without patches on it. It's an 11 stealth. So uh, 11 stealth, I will write that down. These people are all up on these docks. Van is up. This horse is running across the swamp. There's fire burning and catching on top of all of this oil of fire lit over near where Van was, where he blew that guy up. The original fire that Patches and you all started is spreading across the swamp. You all see people up on these docks. Volna has fallen off of her horse. So these two horses are crossing each other's paths as it runs away from Volna. And these two horses are just sprinting across uh, this swamp. Van is up. I look up at the guys on the hill up above the zombies and I scream out, Reload your bolts! And then I'm going to ride the horse over here to my flask and hop off and grab it. (laughs) Van goes and grabs his flask. And Van, as you're grabbing this flask, you all see this dwarven man get who, like, got bit earlier, get overwhelmed in all of these zombies. Like, there are a lot of them on these docks. There are, like, five of them, and you can hear his screams cut short as he is screaming out for help, just, like, as he's screaming. And all of these things, you can just see them start to rip and pull at this body that was there. This woman has two on each side of her. They are going to make attacks on her. I think they're both going to—they both hit her. And as they as they are both hitting her, you see her go down, and she is going to attempt to. Oh, she like goes down on one knee, and as one is coming over her, she grabs it and throws it over her shoulder off of this dock. And another one's coming up, and she grabs her board and goes to stand up. This group of people reload their arrows and bolts, and they start to shoot down. And you see another rain of arrows coming down at you. These horses are running across the swamp in front of you. You can see these women and children are starting to get cornered up on these docks. They're on the second level, and this one woman, it seems, is left alone to like fight for them and to keep these things at bay. But more are beginning to come across the swinging bridge that she is on. And as these two horses are running across the field, you see two hands grab each horse onto the swamp and this huge form, much bigger than all of the other ones, like stands up in the middle of 
it and you see it tower over everyone. Its jaws have two enormous tusks hanging out of them and they hang crooked. One eye sits hanging out of its mouth. A giant club sits in one of its hands. You can see the bones and the sinews and the tendons hanging out of this thing. And one of the horses... One of the horses manages to get away as his hand comes up. It like runs around and kicks at it and takes off. The other one, this hand wraps around. You can hear crushing and whinnying as this thing stands up and starts to push it underneath the swampy like our deposit. The, the swampy muck that is underneath you. It reaches down and it bites a big chunk out of this horse and then it looks out to all of you and it just like, like roars out and then starts to like slowly shamble toward everyone. Arwul wow. stands can I, right, right in front of it. Like ten feet in front of it. I, I love it. Let's just set that in game. Get back uh, on your I fucking horse patches. Run over here. Use my dash mm-hmm. and um, and await to uh, put some fire on my thing. Van like tentatively walks over and he lights this. You all see Volna starting to stand up, but this behemoth of an undead decaying creature is standing in front of you. All these people on these docks, some of their bodies falling off. Arwol was like ready to catch someone and now like towering right in front of Arwol, basically alone in the middle of this yeah. battlefield. Uh, this huge behemoth of a thing stands in front of you. Ooh, bless you. Uh, we're going to end episode 1062 oh. right there. Yay! Yay! You're all going to die! I totally oh. blew up that guy with a nat 20. That was amazing. That fun. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. The new king of the musical underworld, Mr. Elvish Presley. Hi, hello, everybody. Hey there, good to see you. Nice tits. Your face is melting. All right. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite guy, Elvish Presley. I think the last time you heard from me, I was having a little bit of a heart attack on the floor of the kettle of many things. (laughs) Well, that happens to the best of us. But you know what they say, life is a garden, fuck it, or something like that. Anyway, I guess those adventurers are just pissed at the hilt that I'm down here in hell because they're missing the biggest asset they were ever going to have to their party. Me, Elvis Presley, and my kick-ass moves. But there's only one thing in all the nine hells that could be almost as helpful as me, and that is some kick-ass dice from TabletopLoot.com. They got all kinds of nerdy shit for you, little mama. Specifically, shiny, pretty, rhinestone-like dice. Hell, just thinking about it right now gets me harder than a diamond in an ice storm, baby. And if you enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout, you'll get 15% off everything in that little basket of yours. But hold her right there, Snugglepuss. There's somebody else out there that's got your back, and that is the deckofmini.com. They got all kinds of kick-ass reference cards that are super fucking cool, and they're complete with descriptions, full art, and statistics. Help keep your table organized with kick-ass cards from thedeckofmini.com. Not to mention, you wouldn't even be hearing the sweet, angelic voice of Elvish Presley right now if it wasn't for the Hit Dice Podcast. I tell you what, to keep their sweet, stanky podcast in business, there's a couple of things that you can do right now. You can go over to the website, hitdicepod.com. They got all kinds of sweet swag you can take home to your wife, your girlfriend, your pet, your little turtle Ferdinand. If your turtle can use basic communication skills like the demon turtles down here can, then even they can go onto iTunes and leave Hit Dice Pod a five-star review. It only takes about a minute of your time, and it really helps out the podcast a shit ton. And last but not least, the Hit Dice Podcast is on that satanic trifecta of social media. You can check them out on Facebook. You can check them out on the Twitter. 
and you can check them out on the Instagrams. Sorry about that. I don't think it's possible to have another heart attack, is it? Anyway, now that I'm down here in a more southern climate and we've turned up the heat a little bit, I think it's time for us to raise a little hell. And in that spirit, I think it's time to change myself to a new persona. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, let me introduce to you the new, improved, Hellvish Presley. All right, skeleton band, hit it. Here Well, I'll let pop on the old dope will be a chicken egg on my side. Then I made my way down the Ravens Buck where I fell on the floor and died. Now I'm in hell and boy, things are cooking, but the demon ladies here are damn fine looking. And I'm teaching on the skeletons how to judo chop just to pass the time while I burn live. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much.